and I got these plans. I'ma be goddamn, I don't see these two, you don't understand. <laughs> Alright, hello. Welcome to the Sunday Night Nut Pod. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Night Nut I forgot it. I was like, damn it. <laughs> what was our intro? Yeah, <laughs> but anyways. Um, it's been a lo- it's been two weeks off. Yeah, it's so. been a it's been a nice little break for us, to be honest. But <laughs> we're happy to be back. My name is Backpack Zach with the Backpack Raps. This is my sister Maggie. We are struggling entertainment in- endeavor humans, and uh, <laughs> we're we are we got some exciting news. That was great. Yeah. The intro. It was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we just got back from a two-week trip in Korea with our family, yep. and we also went to Japan. We went to Shibuya. <laughs> if you guys didn't notice, I convinced Zach to wear our matching shirts. Yeah. Today. When we came back from the Dominic Fight concert, Maggie was like, "Dude, let's both wear our shirts." And I was, <laughs> and was like, all, and he left me just me. Yeah, I was like, "Let's fucking not." <laughs> but anyways. We're doing it. She talked me into it this time. But this is a vibe because Shibuya was lit as fuck. So let's get into it. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should start. Give us three highlights of the whole trip. Okay. Three highlights. People have been asking me this at work all day. The other day. So probably one is the DMZ because that was just a crazy experience. And we'll, we'll talk about that because... There's so much to say, but yeah. Um, and then second, like, just like Busan in general was insane. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe a place like that exists. It was just so huge, and like, they just had everything. Like, remember there was that one point where someone was like, "Hey, that building looks like, like the Sydney Opera House," and I was like, "Dude, they're literally just like flexing on us now." <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Oh, and." There's the opera house too. Like they're like, oh, we have skyscrapers, we have beach, we have mountains. Like, literally everything in one place. Yeah, Busan is oh my god, out of this world. Yeah, crazy. Uh, the third one, just food, bro. Right. <laughs> Every meal. The food was just outstanding. And cheap, like it was crazy. It's ridiculous, we were, dude. We would eat like a full like Korean barbecue meal that here would be like probably like thirty five a person. It was like ten bucks a person. Yeah, like it was crazy. Yeah, it honestly the food. I'm like having food withdrawals this week. Mm-hmm. I feel it heavy because like we were eating so good for yeah. so cheap. Yeah, it really does suck. Like it yeah. sucks to come back. You know. In a lot of ways. That was the saddest part. Like, even right when we landed here, it was just like, man. No more. What are we going to eat? Yeah. Like, and even when we were <laughs> on the plane and they, they fed us, like, the the Korean meal with, like, kimchi and yeah. stuff, I was like, this is it. Like, this is like, my last kimchi. Yeah. But the kimchi, bro, there's no kimchi half as good here than the worst kimchi we ate in Korea. Yeah. You know? Like, it's just so flavorful. Wait, what was your three highlights? My three highlights were... Yeah, so... (laughs) Probably... Shibuya. Like, the Nintendo... Oh, yeah. uh, ...store was so sick for me. I mean, like, it exceeded expectations. I was just so hyped to be in there. And, like... um, 
just like amongst my people, my Nintendo gang. Yeah, that's gotta be such a cool thing. Yeah, it was tight. Yeah, like, oh god, that was like a lifelong dream. So that was just... Yeah, you you walked right in and there was that like giant link yeah. <laughs> surrounded by like all this merch that's only there and it's like authentic Nintendo in Japan like yeah and it was so dude cool. honestly it's it's really tight that um, Tears of the Kingdom just came out the new mm-hmm. Zelda yeah and so they had so much Tears of the Kingdom stuff and I was like ah yeah. I was like nerding out bro like I was like no way. So, that was really cool. Yeah, the Nintendo store. Busan was it. <laughs> like, Busan was it. Yeah. But amongst Busan, I would have to say the Buddhist temple was super, like, outstanding experience, bro. Yeah. Like, it was so cool. I don't... Should we, like, try to go in order through the trip? That's what I'm saying. That's what I was trying There's to do. There's so many things that we could like really get into <laughs> yeah right because like even japan like and i think both of us agreed that like the biggest thing with the japan the spending time in japan was like you spend time there and you just realize you need more time there you know because yeah it's huge it's so big like even tokyo is just ginormous we never left tokyo yeah and it was just so sick like and it's so clean out there, bruh. And people are so, so respectful. Yeah, like, everybody is really respectful. And, like, minding their own business. Yeah. In the best of ways. No one was homeless. Not one homeless person. Yeah. In, which, in a huge city. Giant. Like, that's insane. Like, the big one of the biggest cities in Japan. Yeah. There's not one homeless person. There's, like, 40 million people that live here. How? Yeah. It might was, have to fact check me on that. It was so funny because people... It felt like really like I was in a show. I don't know if it was like anime, but whatever it was, it felt like I had felt it like before, but it was like, it's real. Like the way everyone was rushing to, <laughs> to and from work with their briefcases <laughs> was just so like... It felt like a cartoon. Yeah. Because they were all like stereotypical. Like, And then everyone would be like in line everyone was like by themselves just on their phone like everyone everyone was just chilling yeah it's so weird like i don't know that i don't know why it but like you could tell right when you looked at it that you were just like huh that's just like a sight you don't see yeah and it made me wonder what are people doing when they're like waiting in line here are they talking to someone or like why doesn't it look like that (laughs) i think it is that they're talking and yeah. I feel like it is such a, like, I don't know. It is it is just obnoxious to be on the phone in public. And I'll die on that hill. Like, and, and I know you got to take your call. You mean stuff. like this or like No, this? like this. Or like the Bluetooth. You know, it's like, you're an asshole. They could be a nice person, you know? But it's just like, yeah. get off the phone, bro. Like, stop talking to random people. <laughs> you know yeah it's like their grandma <laughs> and you're like hey, fuck you <laughs> no people people come into work on the phone all the time and like we hate it because they literally are like one second can i get this and it's like dude and now i have a few more questions for you because i'm a human and we're interacting exactly. and you could just like hang up real quick 
and speak to me and then go back to your call. Like, it's actually crazy. Yeah. The disrespect that, like, everyone has. Yeah, here. People yeah. just have less and less regard for, like, each other. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, in Japan, they're like, this is another person. But, yeah, Japan was out of this world, man. I, I really, I kept saying it when we were there. I'm like, dude, I want to live here. I want to live in Japan so bad because yeah. it's just such a vibe. Everything's cheap. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense why it's so cheap. Or, like, the rent. Yeah. Like, why? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... But it was... And, like, there's, like, the price has just made everything so much better. Because, like, we went to that sushi restaurant. And I was, like... And you, like, tap on the screen and, like, order your rolls. And I was, like... I was ordering a roll for, like... $2. Yeah. Like, good-ass sushi. That's the thing, That's yeah. why I ordered, like, six rolls. Because I was like, this is crazy. I know I'm not even, like, racking up a bill right now. Like, I'm almost to $10, and I have four rolls. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I know. It's so tight with the conveyor belt. Yeah. So <laughs> sick. Like, yeah. But, um, Busan was really cool um dude one thing that i should say is like we lucked out with the tour guide because like in busan yeah yeah like this guy picked us up from the train station and he's like at first he's like skeptical to like pick us up because there's like seven of us and he's like oh that's a lot of people huge luggage yeah we had like all of our bags and stuff and and then he's like and we're american you know so it's kind of like yeah and like we didn't have kyongsugi in busan Our aunt, our aunt, basically. Our great cousin. Mm-hmm, our great cousin. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I don't know. It's my mom's cousin. Yeah. And she grew up in Seoul. Yeah. So, like, and she moved to the States when she was, like, 33. So, she really knows Seoul very well. And without her in Seoul, we would have been, it, it would have been a completely different trip. You yeah, know? So for sure. Shout out to kyung No, she was... Amazing. Yeah, we love Kyungsuki. Every time we'd go to a restaurant, she just she'd walk up to the host and like say something in Korean, and then they'd make us a table, and then we'd sit down, and then she'd be like, "What do you guys want?" And she'd like order for all of us. Mm-hmm. It was just like so. She just made everything so easy. Yeah. And she would go into the restaurant and find out what they have, and then come out and be like, "Do you guys want pierogi?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah. yes, we do. <laughs> sick, and she yeah. knew where everything was, obviously. Hmm. But, like, with Busan, like, when that dude picked us up. Yeah. And then we start talking and stuff. And then this guy starts telling us, oh, yeah, I have a yacht. And then he, like, showed us pictures of, like, (laughs) BTS, like, on his yacht and stuff. And we're like, what, dude? That's crazy. Yeah, he's probably pretty rich. Oh, he's super rich. And that's why else. He told us the area he lives in, you know. Mm -hmm. And then um, it came up in another conversation with someone. Some or the, uh, my taxi driver when we went to go watch the drone show, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh yeah, like only super rich people live there," and I was like, "Oh, wow, yeah," and but so he hooked us up for, with the tour for yeah. the for the low ski, and he took us to all of these sick places like the fish market, um, this Buddhist temple, Wangjong Village, mm-hmm. um, and the memorial. Yeah. And that was really cool, too, because they have, like, a memorial in Busan for all of the countries that, like, 
stood beside them during the Korean War and, and helped them out. Yep. And they have a memorial for all of the soldiers that died, American soldiers, French soldiers, soldiers from the UK. Like, it's insane. Yeah. It, was, it was so... Just, and it was like beautiful. Yeah. Like they had those little canals of water going in between, and then there there was like bright orange fish in them. <laughs> like it was so pretty. Yeah, it was just amazing. But yeah. the one that does stick out to me was the Buddhist temple. Yeah. Because it was just so old and like, bro. When we went there, mom said that doesn't always happen, but there were monks like humming. And, like, doing their shit, bro. Like, doing the... Oh, they're not always doing they're that? They're not always doing that. We we went at the perfect time. And oh. so, that, that when mom said that, I was like, alright, I'm going in there. And I just had this, like, overwhelming urge to go in there. And grandma went in first, and I was like, yeah, yeah, we're doing this. And I took my shoes off, went down, knelt down, and just started bowing my head, bro. And I felt crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I felt insane. I felt like I was literally witnessing god like i was experiencing god it was so fucking amazing it was really trippy like (laughs) right it was just like and when we went into that little like underground area i didn't even know what that was the second i like stepped foot down there i was like (laughs) we made eye contact because we were down there and like right when i went down i was like and you were like, like, it was so weird. It was like, we didn't even have to talk about it, but it was like, there's some like weird feeling in here. Yeah, it was like heavy. Yeah. Like, you could just feel the spirituality yeah. in there, bro. And, and then all of a sudden, I started bowing to that, like, statue. Yeah. And I was like, why am I bowing to this statue for real? Like, for real. That's... It was so weird. It was just like, naturally, like, coming to us mm-hmm. and even when we, we had to go like make a wish and like put water on that guy yeah and like even when i was doing that i was like whoa I, and everyone else was going i'm like how will i know what to do but like when i went there like i knew what to do yeah it was crazy <laughs> so that was like probably the most spiritual experience i've ever had yeah like, dude that's... religiously yeah you know something that is comparable to that um, when I was in Ecuador, we went to one of the oldest churches ever, mm-hmm. one of the oldest Christian churches ever, and I had that vibe, bro. Really? You could just feel God in there. Yeah. And um, I remember there was girls in our group that just started bawling, and they were not sad. <laughs> they were just like, this is crazy, is crazy, bro. Like, yeah, like people were just crying because it's like you can feel the energy. Yeah. It's insane. But, yeah, so Busan was 10 out of 10. Beautiful, bro. Also, I loved going to the top of that that giant um, sky skyscraper. It was the It's the second tallest building in all of Korea. The first tallest is in Seoul, and we didn't go to the top of that. But the tallest building in Busan is the second tallest in Korea. Korea and you can go to the top of that and we went to the top of that and it was just a hundred floors yeah like it's so scary up there even yeah. though you know you're in a secure you're like literally a building yeah like you're just like oh my god why am I this high <laughs> off the ground and I was really imagining people building that you know yeah I was like dude you guys that got is so crazy nuts of steel it. bro like they were just up there like <laughs> Handing beams around and stuff like, dude, forget so about high. it. Yeah, 
And uh, there's this one part in there where you can walk. Um, there's like a empty clear. Yeah, it's like a clear floor, and you can see right down to the to the ground, and it's just an insane feeling. Yeah. Um, but my third highlight. Yeah, I really went in depth with that well, one. Well, we're like we're like going in order, so yeah, and that's good. that's what else I was thinking is like, it it was definitely a dinner. It, it was a dinner. It was some meal that we ate. What was it? I don't know. Like <laughs> they, they're kind of blending, but like they were all so good. No, you know what might be a highlight for me, honestly, McDonald's. McDonald's in Seoul is so oh. fire. Yeah, it's crazy. They have way different menu like they had the burgogi burger yeah like what the heck crazy burgogi with eggs yeah <laughs> like, and then like the uh, oh the mcflurries <laughs> they had chocolate oreo and strawberry oreo mcflurry insane it was so good so fire the, the strawberry mcflurry was so fire and uh <laughs> Strawberry cones. Oh yeah. They got the strawberry, strawberry soft, serve. soft serve, yo. And that <laughs> shit was hitting. That shit was hitting for real. <laughs> yeah. That um, was hype. But yeah, you guys are you guys are probably like, oh you fucking shallow American goes to Korea and like the highlight is McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, bro, once I went in there I was like, oh, this isn't McDonald's. Like how we know it. Yeah. Like this is completely different. They give you a mug when you order a coffee. We got a coffee at like nine nine o'clock it at was night. Decaf. It was decaf, <laughs> but we were like, "Yo, I just want to get the mug." The like, mug. yeah, like what? Yeah. So yeah, um, that um, that was definitely a highlight for me for sure. But yeah. you know, it was also really cool to just hang out with our family that we don't get to see a lot, like Dylan and Jared and fucking Jordan. I love Jordan. Yeah, Jordan's hilarious. Our cousin Jordan is like a comedian, bro. She's so funny. Yeah, she's so funny. We were and we were all just like, we had some good jokes going for real <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah, which is just lit. One of my favorite feelings is like at the end of a trip when you and a group, a whole group, have like a ton of like inside jokes. Yeah, and it's just like such a feeling after a trip when you're all like. You've been through like so much cool stuff together and you're just like, man, like, and this and this. It's just like the best feeling. Like I know, I always love before I go on a trip because I know we're going to leave that way. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like the best. Yeah. I think an honorable mention was all of the temples in Seoul. That was oh, yeah. super cool. <gasps> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I do have to mention this because I had a really, really fun time. Learning about Yin Sunshin, that guy. Oh, yeah, the. The naval captain. Yeah. And, like, he lived a long time ago. He lived in, like, 532 uh, AD, like, so long ago. But, like, dude, they had this, like, uh, movie thing where, where they put you in this little theater room and, like, you you seat belt in to the, to the chair and then the chair like moves around and stuff and you're like watching what it looked like from like the dude's perspective you know like the ships going yeah. through the turtle battleship yeah the turtle battleship and Is like he the one that created the turtle 
I don't know if he, it was his idea necessarily. I'm not sure about that. He might have been. But he was the captain. Yeah, he was dude, he was like 23 and 0 in battles with yeah. against Japan. It was like a 7-year war and he literally just destroyed yeah. 23 times. Like that's insane. And his last word, it was such an epic death the way that he died. It's like a it's like a anime, like a yeah. a book or something. Cuz like he died and He's like, his last words were like, don't let anybody know that I'm about to die. Like, he told the dude, he was like, bro, bro, if people think that I'm dead, they'll stop going as hard. Do not let anybody know until after like the battle. The cr- oh. Yeah, his whole crew, because he knew, he was like, that was the last thing that he was worried about, you know? Yeah. He was like, oh my God, these people are going to give up now. Like, they can't. Like, even though yeah. I'm about to that die. That really is some animation. Right? Like, it was, he was like, no, 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 don't let them know. It's it's yeah, that was really insane, cool. bro. Yeah, and that guy, he had a crazy life. Like, um, he, the other fact that stuck with me that was really cool was he tried he he started training for martial arts and like to be in the army when he was twenty one, I think. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even try out till he was twenty eight, and then he fell off his horse and failed. And so then he trained for four more years, and then he tried out again when he was 32. So he had already been working to be a warrior for 10 years before he wow. even was able to join the army. That and, is pretty crazy. Right? Like, this dude was mad driven. Like, he was like, no, yeah. I'm not giving up on shit, bro. Like, he just had that will. Damn, they should, they should make an anime about him. Dude, they should. I think they don't because... Because they're, they're fighting Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in Japanese, they're like, yo... <laughs> he yeah, kicked they, the shit out of us. <laughs> they took those L's. Yeah. 23 times. For real. They're like, no, no, we didn't forget about bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're not giving him any honor, though. But yeah, uh, that was a really cool thing, that dude. Because, cool. dude, it's just in the middle of Seoul. Like, in the middle of Seoul. And you Soul? just go underneath, in yeah. underground. <laughs> So there's just so much everywhere you can't even like wrap your head around it. For real. Like there was that whole museum. Like there's just like a little entrance. You'd barely see it. Yeah. You go under and there's a huge museum. People there's, working. There's literally a turtle ship in the museum. For real. And you can <laughs> like, walk in there. Yeah. So like that's yeah. There's a bunch of people working. Like shops. Everything. It's crazy. And then they also have whole malls underground. Like yeah. under the streets that are already like packed with stuff like you can't you just can't wrap your head around it because everywhere you go you're like oh my god this is huge so big yeah like it's it's insane like dude (laughs) same thing with the subways in korea you know yeah because it's like dude we went down like six floors it was crazy like you go down and you're like you keep going down you're like what the hell there's like six escalators (laughs) All like, the way to the bottom train. And then, like, on every level, there's obviously trains, you know? So, it's, like, trains going this way, that way, yeah. all the way, like, 60, 70 feet into the ground. Yeah, it's crazy. But, um, just, like, in general, on the trip, I just feel like we have always wanted to go to Korea so bad because we're Korean. We've always eaten Korean food, heard Grandma talk about Korea, heard our mom talk about Korea, and it was just, like a dream where yeah. we always were like we have to go there and then like to get there and it's literally the coolest place i've ever seen in my life and it felt so like 
comfortable and like weirdly like homey. <laughs> yeah, it did. It like, really I, did. I felt like I I belonged. Like I didn't feel like a tourist as much, even though I was like amazed by everything. I felt like safe. Yeah, that's and, why, like, dude, dude. Jared's uh, our cousin Jared posted on Instagram, and his caption was "Roots." Yeah. And I was like, dude, that is a really good caption because that's how it felt. Honestly, it was yeah. like just learning about our people. And yeah. Yeah, it was very cool. And so now let's get into the DMZ. Yes. Yeah, speaking of our roots. Yeah. Because as you guys know, I mentioned it on a podcast a few weeks back. But our grandma was actually born in North Korea. And she was born... 10 years before the war officially like started yeah. I think or like before America joined basically um, and our grandma she was born right on like the closest town to South Korea in North Korea you know it's it's called Kaesong it's like on the border basically yeah like, it is it's in the DMZ literally we went to this place in the DMZ where you it's like right on the border and you can actually see North Korea and you can see Kaesong and it was just so crazy because like grandma always told us those stories of how she had to leave her house and like I feel like when we were kids we were just like what like that's crazy I guess that's just what Koreans went through Mm -hmm. but it wasn't all (laughs) Koreans like it was grandma bro she's like on the border, she was born right there. Like she was, she was in the war zone, and For it's real. not like it's like a huge city because Seoul is like a huge city. Kaesong is like a little tiny, tiny village. Yeah, like you can look over and see the whole village. Yeah, it's like a little, and it's like neighborhood, damn near. And that's where like the war started. <laughs> it's like absolutely crazy yeah that she was like literally running from planes that were bombing their village yeah like insane when she was like nine i think mm-hmm. and that's what i was really thinking about when we were when we were you know at the dmz looking at Kaesong is like i i really remembered grandma saying like oh yeah and then we had to leave our house and run to the forest mm-hmm. like that was up in the mountain mm-hmm. and i was like there's the mountain like, yeah i was like bro that is where she ran she ran up there and i've always pictured it my whole life you know like yeah. i always think about that you know mom always hung that thing on our refrigerator <laughs> yeah. that was like i i made it in second grade the second grade teacher is like who's your hero yeah and i said my hero is my grandma because she, she was, was born. brave during the Korean War. Yeah. And like it's like a picture of her like getting bombed and like yeah. running up the hill. Cause she told us that story when we were young and I don't know, man. I just throughout my life, bro, I've always just looked to grandma for strength, you know? Because I'm like, dude, whatever the fuck I'm going through. <laughs> It is no. not as hard as grandma. Like, grandma yeah. got bombed when she was nine, bro. Yeah. Like, you just can't picture it, bro. It's different strokes. And a lot of people got, um, after the war, a lot of people were stuck, like, either in North Korea, well, 
obviously they weren't stuck in South Korea, but like right. they ended up in South Korea and some people were in North Korea and it was like some families that just like ran the opposite way, like can't be together anymore. Yeah. And that sucks. That was yeah. the that was the saddest part about the DMZ. But Yeah, and then the the village. So the DMZ is like there's like the border and then there's like two kilometers on each side and like that's the DMZ. Right. And Kaesong is inside. Yeah. The two kilometers. So it's like literally in the DMZ. It's like neutral zone. Yeah, yeah. Type shit. But like you I can't believe they there. let us go there. That's what's crazy. Like tourists. And honestly, I did have like a there was one time where I was looking through those binoculars, and I was like, yeah, you can see really well. And I was like, you can see really well. <laughs> like, I was like, wait a minute. Is there like a... Yeah, that was... It's weird. Like, yeah, it's, you kind of get the feeling. I don't think they would let us go there if it was in America. Right? It's, it's not... It's not safe. <laughs> For real. Because we watched a video while we were in there, and it was like... <laughs> And it was like the DMZ, and then, <laughs> and then they were like telling like the history of like the DMZ and the war, and then they were like, "So is there peace?" And they were like, "Not really, because North Korea continues to antagonize us." And then it was like, and then two years ago they bombed this building, so this is more than antagonizing us; like it's a direct threat. And then they were like, they have bombs set up from every direction to land in Seoul. And it was like, the arrows going pew, pew, pew. And then, and then they, <laughs> like, the animation like literally <laughs> blows up in Seoul. And you're like, oh my God. And then the music was like, doo, doo, doo. It, was like <laughs> it was like, we hope to like reform. But for now, the DMZ will live forever. And it was like, we were all sitting there like. And yeah, we're like, what? And then the video ended and the lights come on and we're all like. We're here, we're in the DMZ. And then they're like, get on the bus, get on the bus, get on the bus. And we're like, okay, okay. We're all like, yeah, get me the fuck out of here. What's going on? For real. Dude, it's also cool, a little highlight from the DMZ. I don't know how much you like this, partially because I think your blood sugar was going low. But The tunnel? Yeah, the tunnel. I didn't like that, and my blood sugar wasn't even going low. I, I have a deep fear of tunnels. Being underground, yeah. I get it. <laughs> and caves. It, like, I don't about, love it. Think about all the times we've been in Hawaii when you guys were looking at those volcano tunnels. I was like, let's go. Like, you know, I was getting like really like antsy to go. And you guys were like, we should just walk in here. And I was like, no, like, let's not. Because <laughs> yeah. I just hate it. Yeah. So I hated that. But I didn't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yes. Aunt Barbara didn't like it at all either. She was not vibing. No, that was awful. Awful. I get it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty interesting because like <laughs> Dude, but for real, they said that the cave is literally there because North Koreans tried to dig into un- underneath the border, like th- to get to South Korea after the war. And then like they also said yeah. that like there were I think there were six tunnels that they found, like six other tunnels where they were also trying to like Dig. get back into South Korea yeah. so that they could like infiltrate and yeah. make an attack and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, bro, that is so sketchy. And then they were like, there's hundreds of tunnels that we haven't found yet. And I was like, yeah, what the, the video was like way too optimistic because it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like saying all these crazy things, but then it's like, they could kill us <laughs> at any moment. And it was like, and they try to. <laughs> often. Like, pretty often, yeah. Like, they don't stop. <laughs> yeah. And all we want is peace. 
<laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. But yeah, all in all, it was just such an amazing experience. I felt so refreshed to just be, like you said, dude, near our roots and like, man, because I, I have been practicing my Korean a lot. Yeah. And I feel like it was a humbling experience because like, you know, you can practice online all you want, but like someone's talking to you in Korean, you don't know what they're saying. <laughs> like, like I picked up a couple words and I'll be like, sometimes I was like, Kyungsuki, are they talking about uh, this? Like, cause I heard him say certain words and she's like, yeah, you know? And it was cool too, to like impress Kyungsuki when I could read it <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's a Dong Moody, right? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Like it was cool. Um, but next time I go, I want to be fluent. That would be so cool. I feel cool. like you're going to get fluent if you're there for an extended period of time. A long time, Because yeah. even, like, I was starting to recognize, like, certain words and stuff after, like, just, like, a couple weeks. Yeah. I know, right? Like, I was like, I kind of know what Kyungsugi just said to our waiter. Yeah. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> like, I just understand it somehow. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It was just honestly amazing, bro. Yeah, like, it, and I remember, too, when we just started, like, we were about to land in Korea, I didn't even know what it looked like, like, what the landscape was like or anything, but, like, I remember you were, like, look out the window, and I looked out, and I was, like, what? It was just, like, crazy mountains. Yeah. And they were, and the hills are so, like, Asian, like, they look like Asian paintings, like, they really do look like that, they're just, like, mounds. Yeah. Like, it's so sick. It's such a hilly, especially Seoul, like, the whole city is like built inside of mountains almost yeah. you know it's like pretty mountain views pretty buildings and then the old palaces are like right in the city like it's just so i just can't believe it exists i feel like i feel like i don't want to tell people about it because it's so like such a special place yeah it really it's is like, just well, amazing why are people traveling here all the time yeah like it's the bee's knees man for real but yeah Busan was like equally as impressive to me in just how scenic it was you know like the ocean yeah. is so beautiful and the buildings are insane out there yeah the bridges go crazy for real the bro. bridges are like <laughs> every which way double decker <laughs> yeah dude there's a double decker one in Busan where it's like like this traffic is going this way and this traffic is going this way like yeah. underneath of like dude that's crazy man it is wild so yeah that, i mean all in all 10 out of 10 you know it was a great it was a great trip with great people yeah so literally like couldn't have imagined anything better yeah my expectations were high same and it, and it literally exceeded it like exponentially i know and that was the thing is where you know I'm 25 right now, and that was the first time I ever went to Korea, and I really was just thinking, like, dude, this shouldn't have taken that long, and, like, there's no way that I'm not going to go back yeah. more frequently now. Yeah. Because it's just so fun. Like, it just makes me so happy to be there. For real, yeah. So, yeah, that was a great experience. But... but we the Go ahead. <laughs> the, thing, 
<laughs> the thing is, like, we had to, I feel like we had to wait until, like, like, the first trip, I feel like, had to be, like, with people that could introduce us to it. Yeah. It was. Like, this is how things work. This is how blah, blah, blah. Like, it was so helpful. And now that we, like, were with everyone and with Kyungsi especially, like, I feel like I could go back there and, like, know where to stay and know how to get around town and, like, know, like, what the restaurants are like. Like, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like, it'll be... Now you can go more frequently because, like, we could figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, dude, and we stayed in the perfect place. I mean, you know, it's not... It's, it's a giant city. Like, way bigger than any place. It's, like, comparable to L.A., I feel like. But we stayed in this hotel, and we walked to three different, like, old, old temples. Just walked there. And it's not a far walk. Like, it's literally down the block. It's, like, four blocks away. Both of them. So insane. We actually, we walked to four, yeah. Oh, really? The night one... The one at the top of the hill, the one with the changing of the guards, and then the one by the train station. Yeah, you're right. I forgot we walked to, to two, because we walked to the wrong one. Oh, yeah, that's the fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's all right there, you know? Like, you Yeah. Know? Well, I'm really sore. <laughs> oh, I get it. I had to come back gym session, so my body was like... But yeah, yeah. The, but it was the so sore fun. tolerance is down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was so fun at, back at the gym. Side note. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, we were just talking about some crazy shit <laughs> because I didn't know. She's... Wait, wait. Let me tell the story. First. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yesterday I was at work and then a customer was asking about my peach tattoo. And so then I was telling them, oh, yeah, like, call me by your name. And then I was like, but, like, we can't talk about it anymore because Army Hammer's a cannibal. <laughs> and then she was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, like, um, I was just, like, talking shit about Army Hammer, basically. And then she goes, all right, well, thanks. And then she's like, yeah, so, like, I know Army and, like, I taught his kids. <laughs> and, like, he's actually, like, a pretty cool. No way. <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, you just can't talk to anyone in LA. Yeah, like they you don't know, know who they are, yeah, or what they know. Like these could, this could be one of the most powerful people, and like I'm just like, yeah, Army's cannibal. For but real. then I was like, I went from like talking shit so fast to being like, can I meet him? Yeah, you're like, well, actually, I'm, I'm a huge I'm fan of his on-screen work. Yo, <laughs> it's backwards. I don't even, I don't even believe any of that stuff. <laughs> I, I'm a cannibal too. No. Yeah, he can eat my toe <laughs> for a picture. For real, dude. Because honestly, I had never heard of this before. Like, and I watched Call Me by Your Name for the first time, which is sad because Maggie, it's one of Maggie's favorite movies. But I finally just had a chance to on the plane to Japan, and it blew my fucking mind. It was a really good movie. I, I enjoyed the watch a lot. I understand why you like it. That's lit. Yeah. Maggie's a big coming of age. Yeah. <laughs> film. So, uh, but yeah, it was definitely an interesting watch that I, I completely understand, like, the um, the liking of it, you know? Yeah. Well, so, that's nice. Yeah, that was, that was cool. I feel like it, it could have gone either way because it's weird. It is weird. And like, why did he fuck the peach? Oh, just because... 
he's a little horn dog. Yeah, see, that's just the that's just part of like the coming of age thing. Yeah, it's like dude, like he was just peach. like, and also I think it was in there because it's trying to say like his relationship with Oliver was having him so like awoken that he was sexually. Just, yeah, that he was just kind of like feeling inspired <laughs> by the peach. <laughs> I don't know. He's just a weird. He's just a horny kid, you know. Like, yeah. When he goes into his room and like puts his swimsuit on his head, it's just like, what? That was a weird scene. Why was yeah. that there? But it's just like, he's just like a weirdo. He's like a horny kid. Yeah, and he's like <laughs> obsessed with bro. Yeah, he was obsessed. In the book, it was really interesting because, and they they did it in the movie, but they didn't talk about it. Is he has like this theory that like whatever, like a uh, swimsuit short color that like. He, Oliver was wearing like kind of affected his mood like he was like oh if he's wearing yellow then like he's gonna be really happy if he's wearing red like he won't talk to me because he was just so obsessed with him that he was like reading into every little thing but they they showed like his swimsuit swimsuits like laying around and stuff all the colors that like were in the book so I know they like I know they like kind of put it in there yeah they like tried to pay tribute yeah but it was one of those things where like he never said it out loud in the book, so you can't really like yeah. make it out loud now. Yeah, yeah, but, that's pretty uh, interesting. I kind of want to rewatch it. Yeah, and in the book, you're really just like, oh, he's obsessed. Really? Yeah. See, because like I don't know how much that vibe gets off. It does kind of feel like they both know that it's like a forbidden thing, but they're both like, oh, it's fun to indulge in this forbidden love. You yeah. Know? And then they kind of finally just like went all in. Yeah. And they were like, "All right, let's just let's just do it, and we'll deal with the consequences after." And then he was left with a broken heart. Yeah. Which was so sad. Like I feel like the way that they depict him being broken hearted is so good. Like every time I watch the scene of them saying goodbye to each other at the train station, I'm like. Don't leave. Like I, I feel like that feeling where you're like, wait, just like we're we're out of time. Like fuck. Like, yeah. Like can't we do something? Yeah. And then he like gets in and they shut the door like right away and it's just so like you feel for Elliot where you're just like, oh yeah. He's gonna be going through it. And then his mom picks him up and he's just like crying in the car. You're just like, like you feel it with him. Yeah, that was a good scene. The coming back. But I do think that, um, like, it wasn't, I, I was picturing it, like, from what you had told me, to be, like, less consensual. You know what I mean? Because oh, I think yeah. it's just interesting, because it's like, they start off, right, and, like, bro is, Timothy Chalamet is, like, fucking the girl, and, like, vibing with her. Like, yeah. And then you're like, okay, this dude's straight. And same thing with the other dude he's like dancing with the girls and stuff and like the girls are vibing with him and it's like oh yeah these are two straight dudes but then for some reason like when they kiss it's like oh yeah like that that was gonna happen you know yeah so it's just an interesting but you can tell that he likes him when it's so good i could literally talk about this forever but like you can tell he likes him when he's dancing with the girl and Elio's like smoking and he's just like staring at him and then he like leans forward and it's like you can tell that he's just kind of like what am I feeling yeah like he's like why do I want to just like he's like I love watching him dance I hate seeing him with that girl like 
there's just like so much going on and he's like trying to figure out internally. So yeah. I feel like you can kind of tell, but the first time I saw it, I was like, I kept thinking like one of them actually hated the other one. I'm like, oh no, he likes Elio and Elio is just like annoyed with him. And then you're like, no, he's obsessed with Oliver and Oliver doesn't fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> and so then that's why when they finally get together, it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. And then I thought, I thought it was important too that they put in that conversation where he's like, I wish we could have done this earlier, you know? And then he's like, I tried, bro. Like, I remember when I, like, put yeah. my arm around you? And yeah. he's like... And he was like... <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, my God, I should have let you, like, put... I, I regret that so much, you know? Yeah. He's like, yeah, but then after that, I was just like, all right, maybe it's just me. And that's very relatable, too, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. It's all just so real, I feel like. Like, the film, it's it's so, like, the pacing is so realistic. And, like, the the way that they, like, reacted to each other is just so, like, how humans are. Like, and even, like, the scene when he, like, gets a nosebleed at dinner and then he, like, goes with him in the closet. I feel like you can just see, you can see their dynamic changing, like, slowly changing from, like, friends to being, like, alright, now I can admit that I like you, so, like, this is how I really want to be with you. And they're just, like, walking the line, and it's just so, like, the realism is just crazy. Yeah, I think that is very true. That's probably the most refreshing thing about that movie, is that, like, it breaks boundaries in that way. Where it's, like, because it's not that exciting. Like, so many movies nowadays are, like, and this guy did something fucked up to this guy. And so now this guy is going to do crazy shit to get him back, you know? But here it's just humans, like, existing in, in like, almost like a reality show. No, literally. You know? It's just like, this is the story. Yeah. It's like, whatever, is it like, whose fault? No, this is just the story. Yeah. Like, this is just what it is. And don't even get me started on the dad's speech to him. Oh, yeah, that is very good. That that dad is a great actor. Yeah. The way that he did that scene was amazing. Yeah. And that speech just, like, changed the way I live life. Yeah. And that's why it's in my Instagram bio. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. No. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but literally, like, that's how I try to, like, process my emotions now. It's like when when there's pain, I'm just like, all right, like this is what it is. I just want to feel it, like let it pass through me and know that like I'll come out with a lesson. And like that's how I, that speech is like pretty much what got me through my breakup. Yeah. Because I was just like, this pain right now is so like beautiful. Yeah. That I get to experience this. And like I experienced love and now I'm experiencing heartbreak and like i'm gonna learn lessons from this that like i don't even can't even comprehend what they are yeah but like it's happening to me right now and it's just like such a cool thing because like all the emotions we can feel are like they all have some form of like enjoyment yeah like everything is not all the way bad or all the way good ever yeah you know but sometimes it does seem all bad. <laughs> I'm yeah. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know it's gonna change again. Yeah. And that's the thing too, where like what stuck with me in that speech, I feel like, is when he's like, Look, man. Cause I think it's also <laughs> <Look, man. laughs> like 
I don't think he said that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember? He's like, listen, <laughs> listen, Brody. <laughs> he's like, my dog. <laughs> that was real. No, but he's like, he's like, dude, this, whatever relationship you guys had was something that's not normal. It's not normal. Like, you don't always meet somebody who just fucking gets you and you get them and you guys are on the same page and you love each other. Like, it just doesn't yeah. always happen. It's pretty fucking rare. So, like, just be grateful that you found somebody and you guys got on the same page like that. You know, that's yeah. fucking cool. And I feel that way a lot, especially because, you know, in high school, I was a lover boy, you know? Yeah. Like, and looking back on it, I'm like, but I was so lucky to, like, get to know these girls even. And I'm so grateful to, like, have an experience with them where I was like, yeah, like, we both feel the same right now. That's fucking cool. Yeah. And, like, they got to know you. Yeah. Like, it, it is just, like, cool. For real. It's it, it's a, something to be said about just the relationship happening and like two energies being colliding is a very amazing thing. Yeah. But um, oh, I was gonna say something I forgot. Damn. It's just so good. Yeah, but then the army hammer thing really threw me for a loop because I didn't know about this. Maggie just told me. Well, I'm glad you didn't know about it when you watched it because now when I watch it, I'm there's kind of just like. There's an underlying like Yeah. DR. But I try to just keep it keep it separate. Yeah. Um But, but yeah, he's weird. Yeah, it's interesting. And if then you watch House of Hammer, you'd like it. Yeah, I wanna watch that and also I wanna watch Bones and All now. <laughs> yeah, that movie is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's like really gross. It is tough. <laughs> it's tough. After that I finish movie is it, disgusting. No, after we finish it, me and my friends were like that was fucking awful. Really? It was a horrible two hours. Really? Yeah. Like, it's just all bad the whole time. Yeah. Because wow. the, the storyline is what it is. It never gets... <laughs> yeah, like, that's the whole fucking thing. It's about thing. cannibals. Like, it never gets easy. Yeah. It's always on your mind. Like, wait, but these people eat people. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's gross. Yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, it's just the same director, Luca, and obviously Timothy. And I feel like it's about... Army Hammer, kind of. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Because Timothy and Army Hammer were literally inseparable best friends after this. Oh, like, really? They, I, I felt like they were, like, low-key in love with each other. Oh. But he was, like, married at the time, and, like, they weren't gay. But I feel like being in this movie together, like, I feel like they low-key were, like, in love. Maybe, like, you know, it's a spectrum. Maybe, like, this was just a weird hit where, like, they experienced this thing together and it was like, wow, I don't like guys, but, like, I think I'm in love with you. I feel like they were like that. Yeah. Because, and also, the way that Luca, like, bonded them is first they were just hanging out in Crema where where it was filmed for, like, the whole time. Yeah, it's beautiful. So they were living that life. Like, they were, like, riding bikes together and, like, exploring. And then, like, Luca, at their first rehearsal, he brought them to, like, that spot in the grass where they kissed. Mm -hmm. And he was like, all right, like, we're going to practice, like, you guys is, like, um, this scene. And then they opened up the scene, and it was, like, Elio and Oliver make out in the grass. And they were like, 
<laughs> they were like, any lines? Or like, they were like, no. And then they started making out. And then, like, they look up after, like, five minutes and Luke is gone. Like, he just left them there. <laughs> so I feel like they liked each other. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of think you can feel that. And that was really smart of that director to do that. Yeah. Because he's like, this has to be authentic. The whole movie is very authentic. Like, just the way that it portrays humans, mm-hmm. human emotion. Like, it has to have some sort of real feeling to everyone on screen, or else it's not going to feel the same way to the people viewing it, you know? Yeah. And I think all art is like that to an extent. Like, if you're faking it, faking it, like, people know. Mm-hmm. People know. You can't fake it. Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing about art. It's like, it's got to be genuine. So, but wow, yeah. this has been, these have been the best two topics I could possibly want to talk about. Yeah, for real. <laughs> this is a dream come true of a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked that movie, honestly. It was a, it was a good movie. Very feely. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Well, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I'm down. All right. Well, thank you guys (laughs) for tuning in to the Sunday Night Nut Pod. This has been a good one. This was a pretty deep one, man. Yeah. Just with Call Me By Your Name being about love Love. and heartbreak. And I do feel like both of us are really coming out of the heartbreak, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Finally, after a dark... (laughs) <laughs> long months it was so fun though i'm not gonna lie yeah it was <laughs> i i do feel that bro i was grateful even in the hardest of times like at least i'm feeling you yeah know? like like some people don't get haven't been in love and like find someone where they're like so on the same page with them yeah so it's like that was just cool and mourning it was like part of part of that yeah me and hannah were together for so long that i think both of us probably numbed ourselves to an extent of being like okay this is my person like i'm going to make it work and so i think both of us probably took our own feelings out of account numerous times Uh not the whole time like, there were obviously times where it's like, yes, I'm in love with you. Like, still, after all but this time. But it was time. just like a decision. Yes. Where it was like, we're going to be together. Mm-hmm. We said yeah. we would. So that's what we're doing. Uh-huh. And so then you kind of like numb your own feelings to it. Yeah. And then when we broke up, it was not numbing at all. <laughs> and so I think that's why it was so scary. Because yeah. like, dude, for me, I just hadn't cried in years I couldn't remember the last time I cried and then I'm just waking up at like 7 a.m. and like bawling my eyes out for weeks you know crazy yeah it was like holy shit and so I was fucking grateful for that like I'm like dude I'm still human like I cry when shit hurts me yeah because I've been so numb to all my feelings and been like no it's fine bro like we're strong you know yeah. And then there was just something about it where it's like, dude, you just lost the person that you were closest to for years and years and years. Like, this Crazy. fucking stings. Yeah. And you are allowed to cry about it. 
Yeah. You know? And it was very teaching for me. Yeah. So I am grateful for that. That's great. Yeah. That kind of happened to me too, like about a month ago. Because, like, the whole time everyone was like, wow, you're like doing really good. Like, why are you like so okay with everything? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I was just like trying to have like a realistic mindset about everything. But then, like, about a month ago, I swear I had like an exorcism. Like, one night I could not stop crying. I was. I literally couldn't stop. Like, I was trying to stop. I couldn't even go to bed because I was crying. Because yeah. I was so sad all of a sudden. And I was like, what's happening? I thought I was, like, in a good place. And then, like, after that, like, everything got... Like, it was like I crossed the hurdle. Yeah. It was, like, the last step, kind of. For real. I feel that. Dude, I remember I was at Jimmy John's. And, like, I had to open that day. But I was crying the whole time. And I worked... <laughs> when I would open, I go there at seven, and no one else gets there till ten. You and I was crying the whole time. I'm always just like, like slicing oh, tomatoes, so like sad. crying, and I'm like, bro, like this is annoying, you know? Like I'm like, dude, like get over it. And and then I'm like, okay, but when people come, like three people show up at ten, you know? And then I'm like, what's up, dude? Like, what'd you do last night? And then you start talking about other shit and it just naturally distracts you, you. Out, yeah but it did not like i just kept crying bro while they were there yeah that's so sad yeah and like i was like Aww. making sandwiches like crying and i was like bro this is crazy like i'm not even Aww. but yeah it's and, and i do think think that part of it was a lot of my childhood i don't know i think it's an asian thing too mom was like <laughs> racist <laughs> but mom was like dude like you're a dude like don't cry <laughs> really yeah I, I feel like that's that was her when i was young bro when i was pretty young she was like you're a guy like you don't cry girls cry you what don't. the f i didn't know that even was said oh yeah it was a thing and it has been on my mind for a long time and so then from then on, I kind of thought of physical pain as like just something that simply should be out of your head. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think that's a huge part of why I have such a high pain tolerance. Like I broke my femur bone and just kept playing. The femur bone is the hardest bone in the body. Mm. Like it's hard to break. And when it breaks, it hurts. <laughs> but I was yeah. like, and dude, I like snapped my finger in half, never cried. I... <laughs> my shoulder popped out for three years of my life yeah and i never cried about it i never was like this sucks like i just want to cry you know i and so i think that it actually was like a lot of built-up trauma being released mm -hmm. and it was all released into this one thing but it wasn't all about this thing these were like tears yeah. built up for years and years and it was like wait this feels good this is what i've been needing mm -hmm. like, <laughs> yeah and i just feel like i've always been like dude i'm not an emotionally available guy i've thought of myself like that uh -huh. because i that's just that was like how i was observing myself you know is i'm like i don't know like i don't feel it like y'all feel it like when y'all are watching movies i don't get it when you guys are crying <laughs> And now I like watch a scene that hits home for me and I'm like, I feel it in my eyes. And I'm like, go ahead. You know, Aww. like I'm like, dude, it's, it's cool. Like, it's good. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. 
That but, you can cry. Yeah, because, dude, it's not just that I can cry. It's that I can, like, actually tap into my emotions now and be like, right. that makes me feel like this. Yeah, you yeah. You know? And I think for a long time, I was like, no, I'm completely unfazed by everything. Like, anything could happen right now, and I'll still be smiling, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's pretty it's pretty deep. Well, that's great. Growth. Yeah, growth. <laughs> <laughs> But, all right, now we should call it for real. Yeah. We're kind of going on. Well, thanks, guys, so much for listening to our discussion today. Yeah, it was a it was a hard-hitting one, so yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We're happy to be back. We are happy to be back, for real. Back to the grind. Yeah. Now it's time to get this bread. Yeah. My God. We're broke. Okay. <laughs> Super broke. <laughs> if you guys want to, like... Venmo. <laughs> yeah, or GoFundMe, Sunday Night Nut Pod. Like, we'll set that up for you guys. All right. <laughs> Peace out. Peace out. We are uh, uh, brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs>